Through the lens of loving local and seeing global, we obsessively search for people whose stories need to be told and how OKC played a supporting role. Hosted by Katherine Bexton and Emmy Coves, welcome to Action City. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Well, it'll be Thursday when people are listening. But they could be listening right now. That's true. They can be Instagram live. Instagram living. And this is my children. This is only your second to last week to be able to join the live podcast because basically not, it's only okay. my children who join. Is that not your pit though, that it's the last week of summer? That You know what? Actually, that is my pit because, you know, summer is my time. Same. Summer, like summer is the... I don't look, I, ne- I look the best in the summer. All, I everything's feel the, the best. best. The food is the, the best food, in the summer. The clothes. <sighs> I hate the sweaters. Ugh, I don't like fall Do you clothes. like sweaters? No. I like dresses and I love dresses. bright colors and yes. sandals. and Yes. No, I don't like to have pedicures. I mean, I do like to have pedicures. Just... Wait, speaking of, your toes are very loud today. Uh, they are really loud, but don't look too closely. Julie, I'm really sorry. It's really a bad toe day. Like if you see how much growth there is like between, you know, like. Did you, can... you get gel? Oh, yes. And of course, like, and I never go back. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, it's a pain in the, you know what? <laughs> So if I, it, I mean, the summer requires some maintenance that I'm not really that good at. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm not great at shaving. Like you don't want me to lift my armpits up right now because I started, I was actually thinking about this in the way over today. I was like, am I going to tell people this? But I started waxing my armpits. Sorry, Richard. Don't be like totally horrified. But instead of shaving them. Okay. Because like I basically. You wax them yourself? No, 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 no. I pay someone to do that. No, no. Ruth does that. But. Do you not have to go every other day? No, you the problem is, if you want to wax them, you kind of have to let them grow out long enough to be able to be waxed. <laughs> but it lasts Wait, let longer. Let me see your hair. Let me see your hair. Okay, so you can't. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like it's a, bad, right? It's like a like a beard. Or like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like their hairs are like. I think they're about. I don't know how long, not it's an inch. so embarrassing. But... And I went on my whole vacation with these hairy armpits. I mean, we didn't, it wasn't like I was like doing something fancy, but so I have to wait till Thursday morning to get them waxed. So here I have this tank top on and I'm like, just reminding myself, don't lift your arms, don't lift your okay, arms, don't lift your arms. But in all fairness, your armpit hair is blonde, like your it, head it hair. It isn't like... Like my, okay, so do you see how coarse my eyebrows are? Which is why you have such great eyebrows. Mine are like disappearing. Well, no, they're not disappearing. You're blonde. It would I know, look. It's true. It would look bizarre. It would look weird if I had. Yes. yes, that's honestly one of my biggest pet peeves. Is okay. I love the thick eyebrow trend because naturally, like it's perfect for it's you. Great. It like, goes with you. It, it, it go, like it, I always think that women look younger if their eyebrows are a little thicker. I so agree I, with you. I love the thick eyebrow trend. I'm not a huge fan of the completely brushed up and laminated ones. Yeah, I, I like you? it to be a little more like free form. Yeah, like yeah. just a little bit, but um, but like um, these are my eyebrow hairs, and this is what my armpit hair is like. It is coarse and black. Like if I have blonde armpit, you can't hair, do waxing. Then you've got to do like a no. I shave almost every day. Well, when you get old, you can't like reach around that. Like I don't even think my sh- I can't even like get. It's a whole situation. Wait, I'm, what do you mean you can't reach to your? Well, armpit? there's like it's like indented, and so there's like a whole section I can't get. That was why I had to That's, start the waxing no, to begin with. that is an old problem. That is a skinny problem. <laughs> no, is yes, not. it is. It's like I am fat such, enough that no. my armpits will never be it concave. Has been, it hasn't always been like that. Like my whole, like all, I would say the past two years, like it's like sucked up in there so far I can't get to it. I'm t- this is embarrassing. I can't. This is what it's come to. But wait, okay, we got to talk about our pit and our peak because my peak is like I really just have to talk about it for like two like two minutes. What's your peak? Well, my peak is that I went on a trip. 
Oh, yeah. Baltimore. I went to Baltimore. Okay. So, you know, I've been on, I've told you guys all about the vacations. I've been on my family, with my family this summer. It's been really lovely because normally it's not just the four of us, but we've had a lot of time with just the four of us. And it was great. But, and then I went with my friends Jennifer and Lee to LA, but but I went with them to LA and we had an awesome time. And I, you know, I love going places with them. But I just, I really like, I was supposed to go to the lake this weekend with my family and my brother, but my brother like booked the weekend wrong. And he was like, I'm so sorry, Kath. I booked the wrong weekend. I'm sorry we can't go. I go, it's okay. Don't worry. So I called my friend Elizabeth. It lives in Baltimore. And I was like, what are you doing on such and such a weekend? And she's like, nothing. Why? And I was like, can I come visit you? She's like, oh my God, I would love it. So I like bought a plane ticket to Baltimore. By the way, Baltimore is amazing. I mean, I love like a mid-tier city. I think that's why I like Oklahoma City so much. Yeah, Baltimore has so much character. It's... The people are interesting. The landscape is interesting. So I went to go Lots see my friend Elizabeth, people, who's like, like one of my best friends from business school. And there are very few people on earth who love food as much as I do and who can talk about food like at length the way I can. Okay. So Perfect. I just I just needed some time to sit and reflect on the summer produce. And guess what? That's what we did. We she picked me up at the airport and we went to the farm stand and we went to one cheese store and then we went to a butcher and then we went to the wine shop that had cheese and then like, and she says to me she's so funny she's like she calls me walker because that's my main name yeah i call her newman that's her maiden name and she's like walker I, i'm so sorry this i can't believe i'm taking you all to my spots in baltimore and i was like that's all i wanted to do because nobody else wants to do that with me like my family won't do it with me most of my friends just make fun of like how i taste things and like how much i want to talk about a tomato and so I was like, this is why I came to Baltimore because I knew you would do this with me. And we just like went around to all the, we rounded up all the food. We, we had no plans, no recipes. And then we went to like this oyster bar the first night and had these delicious oysters that they're growing in Baltimore that a friend of theirs like what? figured out that like the Baltimore Harbor was once used for oyster beds and then started, was like, I can figure this out and started growing oysters and Baltimore Harbor. So now they have like a whole oyster business in Baltimore Harbor. That's so cool. And then we went, they have a farm outside of Baltimore. We went, let me just tell you what we did. We sat in the swimming pool, went to more farmer's markets, more grocery stores, got like bread and tomatoes and peaches and hummus. And we basically just like cooked vegetables all weekend and sliced toasted bread and sliced tomatoes. And her husband is the sweetest man you have ever come across. And he just... He just went with it. He was like, we would talk about the tomatoes and he'd just sit across the table and he'd just chuckle. He like gets such a chuckle out of it. Like it was, I mean, and by the way, this man eats so well, you cannot imagine because Elizabeth's such a good cook, but it's all so simple and the flavors are simple. And I mean, I can't the best peaches and tomatoes I've ever eaten. Oh, and like they were telling me about their, the guy that lives behind their farm. His name's Ben. He's a retired electrician and he has a garden in his backyard and he grows everything you could ever possibly imagine. And he also has a rooster named Angus and Angus rides in the car with him. Angus is like his pet. And I was like, I don't really believe it. Sure enough, Saturday comes around and the phone rings and Henry comes in and he's like, um, Ben's on the phone. And he, do you guys need new zucchinis? And Newman and I are like, Oh my God, we were actually making zucchinis. We didn't have enough. Yes, please. And he's like, do you need any strawberries? And we're like, hello. Yes. yes. Do you need any potatoes? Do you need any of this? Sure enough. And I was like, what we need is Angus. Please tell Ben to bring Angus, okay? So, like, here comes a little, like, golf cart kind of thing around the corner and sitting in the front seat. Not even sitting. Like, standing in the front seat is Angus the rooster. Like, Is he friendly? Oh, totally friendly. Like, Ben has him trained. So, he shows up with Angus and then he pulls out this bowl of strawberries that he had just picked 
from his strawberry vines. It was like heaven. I mean, I, mean, I it can't. It sounds even... like a Nancy Myers movie. It, it, oh, oh, that's all we <laughs> talked about is it's complicated the whole weekend. And we're like, if we could just be in it's complicated. <laughs> well, you were. That could be our lives. Like, like in a farm that would be perfect. outside of Baltimore with like Angus and the Rooster. And it's so beautiful. And then on Sunday, Elizabeth was like, do you just want to like, I just want to go get in the Chesapeake Bay. So we got in the car and they have this like little kind of club thing on the Chesapeake Bay that they belong to. And we drove there. We got out of the car. We had our swimsuits on. We swam out in the Chesapeake Bay, like, I don't know, like a 20-minute swim. Swam all the, like, out to this little dock. Swam back. Took a shower. Got dressed and went to the airport. Like, <laughs> all you needed was, like, some, like, funny, romantic, like, counterpart. And exactly. And then it would have been a Nancy Myers movie. It would have been a Nancy Myers movie. But I was like, and she was so, she just kept saying, we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. I'm like, we did everything. We did everything that I needed to do. I mean, that trip honestly sounds incredibly boring. It was. <laughs> every second was perfect. Oh, was and then at say, night after dinner. Like... <laughs> okay, now I'm going to tell you the final, like, like piece de resistance. Uh -huh. The final kicker every night was, so, of course, Outer Banks has come out the second season. Okay? I didn't watch the first. So Henry's college roommate is one of the Pate twins who wrote and produced Outer Banks. Okay, cool. Okay? So I knew this from like, I think it was his college roommate. I knew this from the beginning, like when Outer Banks first came right. out, and I'd sort of forgotten it. So we were talking, and I was like, oh my God, Henry, I forgot that you know the Pate brothers. Like, we've got to watch Outer Banks. So each night we would watch one episode of Outer <laughs> Banks, all three of us. I mean, we, of course, are totally into it. And so... I have to catch up. They watched two episodes without me last night, but like we would close out the night. So we did get some sort of inside scoop on when the next season is coming out because we went straight to the source. When is it coming? Not till like Q4 of 2022. So for those of you that have already watched the 10 episodes from season two, you've got a long ways to go till the yeah, next like season. Yeah, like December 2022. Yeah, like November, December 2022. Oh my goodness. So. That See, was my weekend. I, like I was in heaven. The half of the first episode of Outer Banks, and I was like, "What am I watching?" But I think I need, you need to, to go back. I need to go back. You need to go. Honestly, back. you know, what? I'm team. I'm team John B. Just so in case anyone's interested, my B. kids are team JJ. No, team John B. Because she's she's in love with both of them. Is it that sort of situation? Well, well, no, no, no. JJ's just the friend. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. John B is the boyfriend. John B is the boyfriend, but he wasn't always the boyfriend. Okay, okay. I see I need to watch. Uh, okay. So well, so here's the problem though, is that I've been watching The Prince on HBO Max. What is that? So Gary, oh my god, I'm gonna butcher his last name. So he's married to Brad Gretzky. His name is Gary. He used to he did Family Guy, American oh, okay, Dad. Okay. He did this new show called Is it the a cartoon? Prince. It's a cartoon. Okay. It's a pithy satire about the royal family. So Prince George is the main character. And then it's like Kate, William, all of the the whole fam. Yes. Um, it's hysterical. They like make fun of Prince William or Prince Harry for like not knowing what a refrigerator was and like him living oh my in gosh. LA and like Meghan Markle joins the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's hysterical. It's like complete satire. So if I don't like cartoons, will I I like it because I never I didn't watch The Simpsons. I didn't watch Family Guy. Like I'm not a cartoony person. It's pretty funny. Okay. It's okay. I'm gonna, I don't know. I don't know if you would like it because, yeah, it is a cartoon. So it's like I have to finish Outer Banks first and I have to finish Jane the Virgin first. Then maybe I'm going to test yeah, it out. Yeah. But so, yeah. So I was watching that and then the new Gossip Girl. Okay. I've only watched the first episode. 
Angela said not to keep watching that it's horrible, but I don't think I can stop myself. I think I'm going to have to watch it. I mean, the fashion is, I love the fashion. Is it as good as the fashion in the original though? No. Well, no. I mean, it's totally, it's, but it's, it's 2000. It's more modern. It's, it's like, 2005 I mean, it's today versus, to, yeah, it's yeah. millennials versus Gen Z, right? right. Like I obviously thought Identify Serena, Gen Z. Yeah. her fashion was like the ultimate, like the ultimate. even still now I think some of those looks are like so incredible. Oh. So, but there are some, like you see a lot of like these new upcoming designers they're using, a lot of vintage Chanel still. Um, I don't okay, know. I'm going to watch it for the fashion. I'm going to get back into it because I mean, it was my favorite I show mean, it's like the original in the sense of these storylines are completely ridiculous, right? And that somehow they're always ending up at a party and you're like in high school. Dressed to the nines. Oh, like yeah, in a ball gown. In a ball gown. like in yes. A, yes. Yes. And you're like, And what? who's having parties like that for teenagers? Nobody. I don't but really they think didn't, But in the original Gossip Girl, they'd be like, oh, this fundraiser. And I'm like, I wasn't going to no, like, we were going fundraisers. fundraisers. They have like teen bars like yeah teen bars teen bars that are just that, as fabulous oh, as the grown-up bars exactly that they're drinking martinis oh i was God, like i love it it's so good <sighs> yes that's so, i think that's why my kids think that their life should be a party like that all the time i mean i kind of well so i was probably neely's age when i watched i think a oh, little bit hi um I was like Neely's age when I was watching the original Gossip Girl. Oh, yes. So like I can uh-huh. kind of identify with the um, the sense of entitlement you get as a teenager watching it. You Thinking know what that I mean? That should be your life. Oh yeah, like why? Like don't, that's anybody's life. Like that's why really don't not. I have a Chanel bag? They all have them. <laughs> or like, it's ridiculous. It's it ridiculous. is. Is it a completely ridiculous show? So it is true to the original in that it's completely, completely ridiculous. ridiculous. Perfect. I'm gonna watch. Um, okay. So but, what was your pit, pit and peak? Okay. So my pit and peak. So well, I think my pit was freaking Instagram. I told what you about what happened. No. No. I so I posted on my Instagram and I just oh asked, yes you did tell me I asked for a mask recommendation for Huffman because at school they're requiring unvaccinated students and faculty to wear masks which is basically everyone under twelve has to be un, un, is unvaccinated so. and I'm completely fine with yeah. I'm actually like I th- whatever so I asked all for day, totally like fine. on my Instagram I ju- I do I all I say is Huffman School is requiring masks what are your favorite masks for like four year olds three slash four year olds. I get a bunch of responses that are basically like, COVID doesn't exist. That should be illegal. Like, that's so sad for him. All of this stuff. And I just like, Crazy it kind of made me snap. Yeah, Like, it really did. So I posted, I said, asking for a mask recommendation was not an open invitation for your opinions on COVID or mask wearing in general. Like, I just asked what kinds of best for a four-year-old. And I usually never, like, put stuff like that on Instagram. I don't think I've ever posted on my personal Instagram with, like, my political beliefs or anything like that. Like, I just stay away. Like, I don't yeah. think that's that's I, I not what I want Instagram thing, right? to be for myself. Right. And I just got so mad. Like, I really did no, get I mean, mad. Because it's like... Oh, it is a thing. It does exist. It is happening. If you are unvaccinated, you should be wearing a mask. You should be wearing a mask. Huffman, unfortunately, falls into that category because of his age. And, you know, he vaccines aren't available to him yet. And I'm fine with him wearing a mask. It's like I'm his. Guess what? He gets to go to school. And he's fine with it. He, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. Mm-mm. Like, I just uh, and the whole like, oh, it's so sad for these kids. I'm like, it would be way sadder. Like you said, if he had to be home, he had to be home. Would we? 10,000 times Ten ta- It's like, this is, we're living in the pandemic. Like we are trying like, to- Let's make, live with it. Let's live with it. Let's let's be proactive, not reactive. Yeah. And I'm just, it really made me mad. And it made oh. me mad that I responded on Instagram because I like hate using a, that platform for know, anything but other. Had enough. But I had had enough. Yeah. Like if I'm asking for a mask recommendation, that is not 
you don't respond with that should be your views on COVID. Yes. Yes. Or like telling me, like sending me some art. Somebody sent me an article about like how masks don't work. Wait, from one of the 12 people online who are the prolific in this conversation who are trying to change the conversation to disinformation doesn't or whatever. And I was like, and these were not people who I see in my daily life. They're like random they're not people who I like interact with right. other than we happen to follow each other on Instagram. So well, maybe they'll unfollow and move on. Please unfollow me. Yes. Bye-bye. Like, I, I, please. Yeah. Like if, like I don't, uh, yeah. It just makes me mad that like, I can't even ask for a mask recommendation without, without getting people giving a their... political response. It's like enough is enough. enough. I 100% agree. Yeah. It just really made me <laughs> Now I'm getting upset. Yeah. But. Okay. We're going to take it. Well, so what uh, was the peak? Um, What was my peak? I mean, honestly, like last week was so fun. We got home from Jackson, kind of readjusted to life. Um, we had a really fun weekend. It was pretty low key. But my, I think my peak actually was this morning when that guy bought my pineapple <gasps> for me. Oh my God. I forgot. This was the cutest thing. So I went to On Cue across from our studio and I just ran in. I just needed something like just a little something. So I bought this like little thing of pineapple. I had forgotten my wallet, which I do fairly Frequently. often. And um, I had a $5 bill, but it was $6. And the sweet man working behind the counter was like, oh, I'll pay. And he gave a dollar. So I'm planning on paying it forward in some way, like doing something nice for somebody and paying it forward. But it was it made my morning. Like I honestly had a hard morning with the kids. They were just like screaming and didn't want to get dressed, whatever. There was something in the water this morning. Right. Yeah. It was a rough morning at my house, too. What is the deal? But anyway, I think we all could pay it forward. You know, I'm going to pay it forward, too. Just please do. I'm gonna, I never go through the drive-thru at Starbucks anymore because I just order right. on the mobile app. But I love to go through the drive-thru and like be like, whatever oh, I thought you were going to be behind. like, because I go to local places. Oh. <laughs> well, if there was a local place next to my house, I would go to it. Well, there I go be. to Zero Tolerance, but it's it's like not, I mean, yeah, it's not yeah, as yeah. easy. Right. So. Well, yeah. Well, we should all try to pay it Let's forward. pay it forward today. And you know what? Let's do a Monday. Like, if you're watching, that's you and Neely and Gracie, since maybe you're the only ones watching. <laughs> Um, let's pay it forward today. Yeah. Let's do something nice for a stranger. Is that, that's my goal today is just to do something very nice for a stranger, you know, pay for something or give them something or Smile do whatever. Them, what, ask them how their day is like. Do something. Yeah. Honestly, maybe not ask them how their day is. Cause sometimes I really don't want to talk to strangers. <laughs> oh my God. I could do no, my I'm just kids saying, hate not me. that, not that I, I talk to a million people. Like I want to be sweet and talk to them, mm-hmm. but maybe they don't want to be talked to. Maybe right. they'd rather have their lunch paid for or like something. Yes. You yes. know what I'm saying? I think it's more monetary is paying it for it. You do? Okay. Well, well, well I we know can... like people say probably not, but in my mind, that's okay. Let's we'll do it. I think that would make somebody stay. Okay. So that's my plan. So I'll let you, you guys, know. we're really excited about this week's yes. guest. So Thursday morning, it'll drop on all the podcast places. I don't yes. know how that works, but Apple, yeah. Spotify, Podbean, Podbean. One day, maybe Spotify will pay us like millions of dollars to do an exclusive on Spotify. Like, like Dax. Dax. One day. One okay, day. you guys. Bonjour, mes amis. Hola, mis amigos. Mindy Nix and Suzanne Huffman are mother-daughter French and Spanish educators whose love of language and travel inspired them to launch We and See. They have worked as college professors, primary school teachers, and tutors for all levels, sharing their love of language, culture, and travel along the way. Mindy and Suzanne create courses, products, and events that teach French and Spanish language and culture in a fun, approachable way. They are thrilled to share their passions with others. Bienvenue à Action City, Mindy and Suzanne 
Looking for your voice to be heard? Have a passion and want to share it with those of a common mindset? Have a business or brand that needs to get the word out but don't know where to advertise? Contact Blacken Studios, a full-spectrum, cutting-edge podcast studio that services clients from all over the country. Blacken Studios offers you more than just a podcast. We offer you an experience. In-house production from audio-video recording, editing, marketing, advertisement, and exposure with over thousands of people listening weekly. Blacken Studios doesn't hesitate to back local businesses. So when you want your voice heard, Blacken Studios has your back. Search Blacken Studios on all social platforms. Email at podcast at blackenstudios.com or visit us at blackenstudios.com. And remember, it's Blacken. Mindy and Suzanne, thank you so much for coming on Action City. We're so excited to talk all things French, Spanish, in Oklahoma City and beyond. And so we have the founders of We and See with us. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. This is so much fun. Thank A mother-daughter duo. Yeah, we've had we this love. is our second mother-daughter duo. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I'm I'm amazed. I like praise you. Yeah, as somebody who yeah, I work for an afternoon. <laughs> Wait, have you ever worked with your mom? <laughs> oh no, no, no. Because no. I worked with my mom. Oh, yeah, yeah you, you did. did. You're right. Yeah. And How I I go? mean I loved it. Well, like, so she wasn't technologically savvy. Uh-huh. So, like, getting Excel spreadsheets done with her was kind of a pain. But she was so good at, like, the books and QuickBooks and things like that oh. that I hated doing. Mm-hmm. So it was a good, I think it was we was, to, was yeah. it made a good team. We're very yeah. similar to that. Yes, we make a good team. Yes. Um, make we, up we for each other. We each have other. our strengths yes. and weaknesses. She is not the tech technologically savvy person either but that's okay uh-huh. are you a quick learner like do you yes do you, do, you know and i enjoy it she'll go hey come over here and teach me how to do this thing on instagram and uh-huh. i'll do it and then she's got it uh-huh. i mean oh, i think that's see, that's, that's kind of like to be expected though of a millennial working with a parent of course and i have to use it in um the university i have to use a lot of technology so it's not as if i know nothing right yeah. right right but I think you right, just don't enjoy it as much i just don't as enjoy I do. it as i don't much. you know i don't enjoy it either. honestly i'm not like i don't like instagram that much either <laughs> she wants to do like the lessons and get the books out and i'm all like do the website and stuff like that yeah well language That's is so interesting team. to me because you have to be creative right mm-hmm. but then you also have to be a little bit like is it right brain or left brain where you're a little uh, bit more regimented it's yes yeah, right a lot brain, of mathematical right right. concepts mm-hmm. yeah it really does yeah it's kind of a mixture of uh-huh. the, the arts and the- which i think is why i probably liked learning french so much because it does i never thought about it, but it does have sort of that analytical mm-hmm. side to it and i yeah. so you really took analytical. french i took french what did you take i took spanish well, oh, well, we have, perfect. when I was at Cassidy, it was French. There was no Spanish. Like, well, I don't that's think you true. Could even take Spanish till high school, maybe. I took, f- yeah, that's well. I took had French from third grade, and then in sixth grade, we took French, German, and Spanish and Latin, which was like, oh my goodness. Well, Wait, so we we took you did all those, yes, and German in one yes. grade. <laughs> no, so oh it was Cassidy did does trimesters. Mm-hmm. So one trimester we did French, mm-hmm. one trimester we did Spanish, one trimester we did German every year. No, just for sixth grade. Actually, yeah, the German thing didn't last as long. (laughs) But then we also had to take Latin. And in seventh and eighth grade, you take Latin. That was seventh grade. Right, right, right. So sixth grade, you picked. So between those three, after taking it for a trimester, you're supposed to pick. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then seventh and eighth grade, I took Spanish. And then we all had to take Latin. And then I took Spanish till junior year. 
Well, here's what I found with the with the picking of the language. Yeah. I think it's so wonderful in theory. The kids pick based on the teacher, right? Not based on the language, I like what their right. friends so are doing, right? Or, what yeah. their friends are doing, what which mm-hmm. teacher they like, mm-hmm. which teacher they've heard good things about. So, I my kids never even thought twice about what language they were picking. They were just like, I like this teacher. I think you're right. That's true at that age. Oh, yeah. That's so interesting. And w- what happens is if later on down the line, they don't like the teacher, right? Mm-hmm. They picked it based on the, and now they're stuck with that teacher and the language that maybe they didn't even care about. Didn't yeah. even care about to begin with. Well, that's true. Oh, I think now they hard. start Spanish in kindergarten though. Emmy, that's a whole nother topic that I won't get into. Oh, Really? They don't. Uh, maybe actually, Miss somebody really good teaches it in kindergarten. The lower school person, they might as well just forget about it. Really? Yeah. Unless they, unless she's gone. But I don't know. I, I oh, she's not I listening. Should, <laughs> she's definitely not listening. She probably can't turn out and figure out how to get the podcast. Oh, Catherine! <laughs> oh my God, I'm the worst person. Oh my God. Okay, let's start at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, the beginning is before you, Suzanne. Okay, so Mindy, oh, let's yeah, start at the very beginning. Let's start at okay. Mindy's beginning. Yeah, Mindy's. very beginning. Um, I've had a love of languages my entire life. I think it started in seventh grade with a great Spanish teacher. See, you had a great teacher. Were you here in Oklahoma City? Did you- in Tulsa. Oh, okay. Were you born in Tulsa? Born in Tulsa. Okay. And um, I studied Spanish and French all through junior high and high school. And then in college, I continued with French and, um, but it wasn't my degree. I got a history degree and went to law school at OU. Okay. And where did you go to high school and middle school? In Memorial High School okay. in Tulsa. Okay. okay, so they did Wait, French who and else Spanish. Did the interview that they went do to Memorial. Oh, no, no, no. It was uh, Jinx. Oh, yes. Yeah, probably yeah. nobody anymore because <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> it, no, it'd be very inner city now. Oh, it does exist? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Memorial does exist. Okay. It's huge. It is humongous. Oh, yeah. My oh, graduating really? class was like a thousand people. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway. I heard anyone that goes there now at OU study continued the French wait the, where'd you go to college you OU said, at OU okay mm-hmm. gotcha okay and then after college um had children during law school <laughs> oh my gosh you're so brave yeah no. I wouldn't call it that um <laughs> wait so you had a baby when you were studying for the bar um yes before before so both of them uh, were born before. Anyway, whole oh another God, story. I'm insane. Would I do it again? Never. No, never. No. Um, oh, terrible. But <laughs> I realized my passion was still languages all along. Um, I love to travel. And so I went back and got my French and Spanish degrees at UCO as an adult. At um, I think I was about 38. And then... Um, Wait, did you do any semesters abroad in college? I never did a semester abroad, but we have spent a lot of time in France. Um, Suzanne and I love to travel together, and we spend as much time as we possibly can in, um, especially Paris. That's yes. our favorite. That's your favorite. Spot. Is it? Oh my gosh! It's been so hard that. not to travel. Um, yeah, I was gonna say y'all probably. Been... It's been really hard on yeah. us, but there's been a trip where we had planned to go all these places, had hotels in each. Um, country and when we got there we canceled them all and stayed in Paris. <laughs> Wait, that's amazing. We were just like this is like this is too fun. We we're don't, having too much fun. We don't want to leave. So we stayed like so seventeen this is before days you in had Paris. Children, oh yes. Oh yes. yeah. This is years like ten ago. years ago or something. And how long did you fun. stay? It's, it's hard like to two get weeks back or something. Yeah. A couple weeks. Wait, I want to hear all your recommendations for oh, we'd Paris. Love to. Oh, we'd love love to. We have to go to class. At the Bradford. Well, I know oh, you yeah. have kids and it's or hard, but this. we are happy to send you all sorts yeah, of information. Yeah, we can send you all the information. Okay, we can, and then we oh my can gosh, I, yeah, know. I love to get like a little like snapshot of yeah. just like your favorite spots where you would stay. We have a list. We did it. We did a class that was just Paris. It was just Paris, and the right? cutest man came who was taking his eight-year-old son, just the two of them, to Paris. No, and so he came to like learn about fun stuff to do with kids. That's and the cutest thing. I think I've they're ever like heard. just now getting back. I actually want to reach oh. out to him and see. 
Hopefully they had fun. I know. I think Angela and I are going to try to go at the beginning of November. Are you? That's a great time at the beginning of October for market, but then that didn't totally work out. So she's going to go for like two weeks, and I'm going to go for the second week. Best time of the year. By the way, sorry if my husband's listening to this. Would that be okay? (laughs) (laughs) Early birthday present. Yeah, we always say birthday. Yeah, my birthday. My birthday present. I would get back on my birthday. So I mean, that's that's perfect. Technically, your Uh, birthday present, right? Yes. Yeah, this is the best time of year to go. Yeah, really. Okay. We go in the spring a lot too, mm-hmm. but um, fall and spring are our favorites. That's what I've been. We went in the fall. We went for fall break one time so with Jeff's family. It was really fun. So pretty. Yeah. So, <laughs> and we've been in the winter. Um, yeah. Gone for New Year's Eve. And it's fun even when it's cold. Even when it's cold. Yeah. Right. We need to tell your story. Oh, well, okay. Wait. So 38, oh, you go still back on your to story. UCM. <laughs> We're still with me? Oh, and no. You get, like, you go back for another bachelor's degree yes. in French and Spanish. You go for a graduate degree. How does that work? Yes. You I decide would. you're 38 and you're like, I'm going to do yeah. something different. I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Richard, I'm sure, will hear this, uh, my husband, but he told me at 38 that it was too late. Um, I went, We're I told old him, ladies at 38. Mm-hmm. I told exactly. him I wanted to learn Spanish, French, and Italian. He goes, Mindy, I mean, I, he acted as if there wasn't enough life left <laughs> for me to, you know, conquer those men, languages. Men don't have, like, the, the so, dreams that we exactly. have. <laughs> but now he takes it, he credits himself. Um, like he gave like you the he drive. Said he me to do, do it. it and uh-huh. said, yes, Isn't it uh-huh. funny okay. how that happened? I'm like, wait, uh-huh. no, I did this on my own. Yeah, exactly. How did this come back to you? <laughs> um, I think I started mainly not just headed towards a degree, mainly just having fun taking classes because Suzanne and I enjoy traveling so much. I just wanted to be able to speak like several languages yes. in Europe. And um, then all of a sudden, years passed, and they were like, you know, next semester you graduate. <laughs> next semester you have a PhD because yeah. you've been here so <laughs> long. <laughs> That's why we have no more classes for you. That's it. So get out of here. And then, or start um, teaching. <laughs> yes, which is what happened. <laughs> which is what happened. UCO hired me um, when I graduated, and I t- taught there for a long time. What do you think? Eight years maybe? Yeah, it's hard to remember. Um, and then OCU called me. And it's closer to my house. Yes. And they offered me um, uh, four classes every semester for sure. And a little more autonomy. I can make um, more decisions. And I just love the atmosphere there. I love working at OCU so much. And then I also teach one class at Oklahoma Christian. Oh, nice. Which I also gotcha. enjoy. And so I've been there um, for about five years. So teaching total so you 13 teach, to 15 she years. She teaches a lot. I, mean, I guess you can't teach full-time because you also does. have WNC, she but does. I do. So I definitely do. full-time jobs. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. We're all about having we more love than one. Lots of, yeah, I do. We I always seem to have more than one thing. job. Yeah. I love to have a lot of jobs. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It keeps life interesting. Yeah. So I she does. So. She teaches usually four classes, sometimes five, which I get onto her when she does that. Suzanne is the one who gets mad at me. And I'm like, yeah, you're too busy. Well, she loves it. And then I start tutoring a couple people. And she has to sneak it by me because I'm like, we've given up tutoring. I'm going to need some tutors in my house. Can I sneak my kids in? Sure. <laughs> one can more, you tutor me before I go in November? So yeah, sure. Sure. Okay, sure. Perfect. Yeah. Actually, we would. Yeah, we'd, we'd love, love to. to do that. That would be really fun. But that's, I think that's in a nutshell me. It's my obsession. It's my passion. I love it. I really, really love every day that I go to school and teach. I'm excited. And um, that's really the truth. I, I There's days when I'm like, ugh, I don't feel like going today. But most days I'm excited. And, you know, I know that some of the kids are out there bored, as bored can be. But, but some aren't. But some aren't. Right. And um, I don't know. Language is always pretty fun. Like I, I, There was always some cooking involved. Right. So I was like, we're going to make crepes yeah. on Thursday. I'm like, oh, I'll be there. That yeah, is perfect. true. That was always a project. Was yeah, like I loved bringing a, a food. French project. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's what lots of things you can do. What do you think? Now, this might we might be getting too ahead of ourselves. But what do you think about immersion and starting like when they're – 
you go to preschool. I love we have, it. It's we, great. My 13 year old went to the Spanish or went to bilingual schoolhouse. Okay. She was like the very first class of bilingual uh-huh. schoolhouse. And I absolutely loved it. And uh-huh. if it had kept going, we do not have an international school no. in Oklahoma City. I mean, they have Tulsa. one in Norman. And Tulsa has two. Has two. Uh-huh. We have no international school uh-huh. here. And I mean, I so desperately wanted my kids to uh-huh. start out that Be way. Be bilingual or Be trilingual. Be bilingual or it's trilingual. So Once you get the second one down, the, I mean, it's did easier you learn Italian? What was? Yes. Ever, well, I could got, read and understand she, Italian. Okay. Yeah, I didn't finish the I didn't degree, quite finish Italian. learned it too. But um, I... 100% agree with immersion at a young age. Yeah, if you can, however you can do it, yes. Uh-huh. The younger, the better. Um, it's very doable. I don't it think people are concerned anymore about like, you know, they're going to speak later or whatever if you do two languages. Like it's they say, true. it's fine. Yeah. Oh, was that like before what the... I think some people would say that. Um, oh, interesting. But they get they get but both it's, and it's it, not it hard for them. It your, improves your... Science, your, your analytical skills. I mean, it really it's is... It's actually proven that you will score better in school... If your child is proficient in a second language, they'll score better on testing. And um, wow, yeah, they will actually, a part of their brain will actually um, do better, not just in school, but intellectually. So when you learn anything really hard, like a second language, uh you like, you know, open up parts of your brain that you weren't using before. And as adults, whether you learn a new instrument or a language. Is there hope for us? I mean, oh, there's so much hope. That's the point about my dad shouldn't have said that because he was wrong. Right. He was wrong. There's hope. I mean, I'm 47. So, I mean, I'm there's so much hope. It's not too late. Um, Okay. And it staves off for those, you know, we have, we've had people before that are 60s and 70s um, in my classes at UCO Mm -hmm. and OCU and also tutoring. Um, it staves off dementia. dementia? It's mm-hmm. proven. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Even if you were predetermined up. to get Alzheimer's or dementia, it can stave it off a good five to 10 years. Um, what? Because learning yes. a language is so hard, like learning an instrument. Mm-hmm. It just forces your brain to like exercise Actually in a different work. way. Uh-huh. Yes. Use itself. Oh, yeah. So older people will do it even if they don't have huge dreams. of. They could have huge dreams, but yeah, they might they not travel. care about getting fluent. They just want to... Keep practicing something new, learn a little bit, travel, and use their brain. And we incorporate so much culture. We um, yeah, it's not just boring. Like sit there and learn vocabulary. Incorporate art and music, and like you said, cooking. Cooking. (laughs) Um, I mean, my favorite thing, love language. Heard that's one. (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) lots of wine. Lots of wine. Lots of wine. Okay. Well, clearly, before we dive into more we and see, I want to get Suzanne's story. Oh yeah. So I grew up in Edmond. Um, and went to OU as well. Where'd you go to like middle school and high school? I went to Edmond North. Okay. Um, talk about another big, big school. And then went to OU and I studied education, elementary education. So I was going to be a, um, an elementary teacher, which I guess I am still. And you were um, a theta? I was a theta. Oh, yes. my mom would be so proud. She oh, was my mom was too. And my grandma. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> my grandma was a Pi Fi. <gasps> Great too. My mother defected. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then my sister was a Pi Fi. She went back. So my mom's the only theta, but. Oh, theta sister. Mm-hmm. Yes, loved it. Um, And then, yeah, I studied education and graduated and probably. Two years after graduating, decided to follow my mom's footsteps. She was already teaching French, and I loved teaching, but realized I wanted to go back to school and study a language. It's one of those things, when I was in college, they would have totally supported me doing a language, but I was just, you know, in college. And then I was like, shoot, I wish I would have also, you know, double majored in French. What did you take growing up? Spanish in school growing up, um, and then my first round in college, I minored in Spanish. I studied oh, abroad okay. in Spain. I loved it. Where did um, you study in Spain? Valencia. Does oh, you have a school in Valencia? They, well, you they have a partnership with the University of Valencia. Um, oh, so they gotcha. send you over there. It was awesome. Okay. Um, Lisa, my friend Lisa studied there. I bet a lot yeah. of people from OU go there. Um, and then when I graduated, I wish I'd either majored in it or done French. And so that's kind of how it always is. So while working, I went back and got my French degree 
and had my had my son, and then like. Wait, so you months. did what your mom did? You had yeah, a baby what was while I, you were right. going to school? Yeah, you're right. What was I doing? <laughs> I did finish. Really... I did finish right before I had him. And then, you know, took off a couple months. And then UCO also said, hey, if you're wanting to work, we have classes. And so I started teaching at UCO um, after having him. And oh, my gosh. So did you ever teach below the college level? I, I still do. I never okay. was a, like, primary school teacher. I um, She taught Huffman. I did. I did. I tutored. Which, um, that it was, was really the fun. Cutest thing. I it felt was, bad that we couldn't. I know I couldn't keep doing it. No, it was. I mean, they were two. So. But they that's were when good. I started yeah. Gracie with the person who started the bilingual schoolhouse. That's how she started. It was. We would literally yeah. meet in the park. We would and meet do at Spanish. Like, Hyde Park, and it was so cute. And actually, it was funny. We got him this placemat. Um, and this morning, my husband was asking who we we're interviewing. I was like, uh-huh. "Oh, the We and C girls." I was like, "Remember Suzanne? She taught <laughs> it was so cute. Spanish." And he was like, "Huffman, do you remember any of your Spanish?" And he was like, "Can you count to 10? And he like rattled it off. Oh yay! yay I mean, some Huffman. of the ones like he said like Cies instead but, of Diaz, or like you know they weren't quite perfect. And then I was like, "Do you remember what a tortuga is?" And he said turtle. He did. Uh huh. Oh so my it's gosh, like, Smarty. Well, he just I think they remit, like he does remember random stuff. I mean, he, they're little sponges. The other thing I think that happens, well, I think their language develops more quickly. I noticed because yeah. I took Neely to France for like a few months when she was really little mm-hmm. and I, she learned how to speak really quickly. Oh, and sure. I think that it was because she was listening to another language. And mm-hmm. now maybe their vocabulary isn't that great, but their accents are awesome. Right. Because oh, really? they started when they were really little. Really little. So even if he doesn't remember it, I mean. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's it. I remember like he used to say agua for water, mm-hmm. but that's just because my husband and I would say it and it was easier for him to say. And so one of his teachers at Westminster, she speaks Spanish and mm-hmm. she asked us, she's like, does he speak Spanish? And we're like, no, he just says agua. <laughs> just agua. I was like, but if you want to speak to him in Spanish, I was like, go ahead. Yeah. And sure enough, she did. So I feel like he's gotten some. That's awesome. But that's we'll so see. Good. I mean, yeah, we'll just continue it. Yeah. As much as you can, and um, and she's you're still st- teaching the younger set. I am. It so was I, so fun. Yeah, it was so cute. They were the cutest little. It was a trio of these three little boys, and um, and they kind of sat. I mean, they, they sat for it. a minute. And they were literally now my. They were Oliver's age. Uh-huh. Now thinking about that, uh-huh. so I still teach on Fridays. I teach at Oliver's school, which is the learning center at Nichols Hills Methodist. Um, the oldest two classes, and it's adorable because those kids are three and four. Um, so we mostly do songs. Um, Are you teaching them Spanish or French? French. French. Okay. And um, we mostly do a lot of songs and games. Um, but they pick stuff up. And every time I walk in, it's, you know, bonjour, mon ami. Like, hi, my friend. I know it's cute. It's fun. I, that is so, yes, so I do that. Cute. Last year, I taught at Westminster. I did the kindergarten special um, in, in French also. So, yes, teach kids and adults and love both. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's fun. You don't keep, teach the ones in the middle. <laughs> I would. It's very hard to love them. I know. <laughs> they can be difficult. They're still Why lovable. in the middle right now. I tried high hard. school one time and that's all it took. <laughs> one time. I ran. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. I do prefer the, the, the very littles or the, you know. Yeah. Well, crowds. in college, it's, there's, yeah. But there's no discipline. There's no college parents. College is great. I love right. it. Right. There's no parents. Yeah. There's no, dis- there's I would no not discipline want ever. Me as a, I would not want to be dealing with me if I were the teacher. You know, I mean, I'm. Yeah, you clearly have no opinions. So, so (laughs) I've already been on the phone this morning with like the workout guy at school. Did you really? (laughs) Jim's like, oh my god, stop it! That is so funny. Stop calling people. Wait, that's (laughs) hysterical. Oh my god, that's amazing. But no, we we do love teaching kiddos and grownups. Mm -hmm. So how did we like? How was we and C born? So it was born as just a tutoring business. We were like, you know, so many people are messaging us saying, would you ever do private tutoring? We both taught as adjuncts, so we kind of had some 
some flexibility. And so we just started it. It was just small. It was just a tutoring business. Um, I remember seeing you guys at Starbucks with all your students. (laughs) That's what we would do. We would just meet people and sometimes kids um, with their parents, sometimes adults, all all ages and levels. Um, And it was really fun, but it just got overwhelming because there's only two of us and you're meeting people for an hour at a time, one-on-one. And so we were doing that. family staged an intervention because we were literally And we would just say yes to everybody all the time. You have to tutor till like nine o'clock at night. Yeah. I mean, because people, some people can only do six yeah. yeah, or Saturday or like, you know, yeah. when people can. Right. It was we really fun, but it. it was crazy. Yeah. And then the the pandemic happened, which kind of, I mean, we obviously was, couldn't meet with people anyways. And yeah. so we kind of refocused and we're like, okay, this isn't going to work out um, right now, but it's also just not sustainable to be mm-hmm. tutoring people all day long and teaching. And so we started to think about how we could share language with people without, you know, meeting 75 people every yeah. single day. And that's where our like digital lessons came in, um, which we now have. And our children's learning boxes is where we first started. Um, so being able to share it without having to be in person with every I single I remember person. when you brought the box, because the boys, they were at a tutoring lesson and you brought one of the boxes just to see and they freaked out. They loved it. And that was like our like our so original model. Case, like, yeah. We've really like, come a long They're way. much prettier now. <laughs> They're much prettier. But she I, wanted to see like, what do kids like these manipulatives? Because we basically have little, you know, like manipulatives and little flashcards. And then there's now a QR code that you scan and a lesson pops up for the parents. It's not hard. It just gives you ideas that of what to so do with cool. the kids. So it'll be like playing yeah. red light green light here are the words in spanish go um and so if you don't want to buy the box because the box costs more than the digital lesson then you can just do a, a course yeah um, you can just do a course. And the children's course is just fully hands-on it's not like them sitting at a computer it's self-directed the children's it's self-directed course. Yes. so if they're older they could sit and do it but a little kid you could just look through it and then have ideas of things to do with them um without having one at a time sure. you don't have to buy a series and you don't have to know you don't have to know the language or no. spanish yourself so i mean there's videos you could probably learn us. along the way with you your could kids, learn along right. the way and we have videos and pronunciation so you don't have to be intimidated as a parent or caregiver you can just like dive in um and then we do the same for adult lessons so oh, wait this is a great i was like my so huffman will be home on fridays yeah so we can do a lesson it'd on be fridays. something fun to do why is he home on fridays because he doesn't have school fridays starting this fall excuse me he's in four day that's a thing Yes. Somehow when they get older, they start going to less school yeah, for a little bit. Like, it's really tough. Minute. Four day? <laughs> There's yeah, three day. Four day. Yeah. We didn't have that. That wasn't, I guess It's like that's four day and then five day and then five day. Okay. Half okay. day, half day, full day. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Be a long couple years. <laughs> well, so yes. was there a model for this out there? I mean, did you start researching? Has anyone else done this? Okay. So, yes. We had, um, my husband and son tried a different method Years one ago, of those, we were doing this. One of those you buy at Barnes and Noble, you know, a like big Rosetta system. Rosetta Stone or yes. something. Oh, okay. Oh, and with la- wait, they do languages too, the no, whole family? they do not. Oh. <laughs> and they wanted to for a trip to they Bolivia. Tried. They were going on a fishing trip okay. and they bought a very expensive course and attempted it and utterly failed. Failed. Um, some of those are just so frustrating. You know, you can't move on to the next level until you say it perfectly. And literally, my husband was throwing his phone across the room because he was like, I said it right. And I'm over <laughs> And you're over there like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. It's like but- when I watch my husband work out. He's like, <laughs> oh, I know how to do that. I'm like, no, you don't. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, that's, that is so <laughs> funny. I remember it. my dad, when I was little, had Rosetta Stone, but it was the tapes in the like leather thing. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Open and up um, he would make us all listen to oh, it. He so wanted funny. our our whole family to be bilingual in Spanish, mm-hmm. um, which like, I don't think listening to a Rosetta Stone exactly. tape is going to make it happen, but it was very sweet. And, you know, 
it was it was a good but yeah he would take out like a cassette tape and play it and then make everyone yeah. listen yes <laughs> so funny well Richard he, he was like gosh I wish it were fun and that kind of sparked it with yeah. us because we've always tried to make our teaching really fun even in college we do corny stuff like we do games and yeah, recipes and the students are more and, engaged, yeah. engaged. Yeah. I'm more engaged yeah. as a grown up when it's fun exactly I like to switch it up every five or ten minutes from a song to a video Instead to a of joke just lecturing yeah. um and so we kind of learned that. So we thought oh, we want our lessons yeah. to be fun. And so the the digital lessons are um, filled with cultural tips. Um, well, that's really lists, what you want, like, right? That kind of stuff, like, yeah. As an adult, and that's like I took Chinese my senior year of high school. And honestly, it was more about learning about Chinese culture and mm-hmm. then really the language. And I found that more valuable mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. understanding that was, I mean, honestly, as an adult is kind of, I mean, I couldn't. Like I could say little phrases, which was fine. But if you're only taking a language for a year, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, learning the cultural mm-hmm. stuff, I, I think is way more important, like learning not to offend people or exactly. why they like, I mean, that's, that's important too. It's just as important. And yeah. that may make you want to learn the language mm-hmm. more because then you're thinking, oh my God, I really love this culture. Right. I want to interact mm-hmm. with people. I yeah. want to go there. Yes. I want to experience it. Or at least if you can't speak with them verbally, you can like you know what gestures or what. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, sure. And yeah. people feel more confident traveling. Yeah. Yes. So even if they only have a few phrases that they learned, they've learned about, like mm-hmm. you said, the culture, um, you know, we give lots of travel tips since we've traveled a lot. And um, we always upload like a playlist or a recipe. So oh, you can fun. do more than just sit and study. It's not well, just a yeah. grammar lesson. So we, Well, listening course, to yeah. music, that would be so helpful. We like, love yeah. recommending oh, music. Fr- yeah. My French music is so great. French music. They, they do? Yeah, oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, that's cool. Well, you know, my mom, I, you guys have never met my mother, but I'm gonna. Jim, my husband says, if you stuck a French flag in a turd, my mom would eat it. Okay, so <laughs> that's how much she loves. That's how much French. she loves. Please French. let her come to one of our yes. classes. Keep, you know, now she's in the Niners golf group on Wednesday morning. Oh, she's just too busy. So I invited her to come with me, and then she's like, "Well, I'm very busy playing golf." And I was like, "Well, this is French. You can ditch golf for French." Remember, you yeah. eat. But yes, if it had a French exactly. flag in it. So my, my parents, they owned a house in like kind of near Bordeaux for like. Oh, how wonderful. That's our class next the, week. Oh, it is? Yeah. Well, okay, that's we'll a there. nice oh, segue. Wait school, <laughs> wait, school is starting um, next oh, Wednesday. We gosh. can come next Wednesday. Oh, maybe that'll be like a treat to myself for back to school. Oh, guys. we're going to, we're bringing wine. <gasps> oh, yeah. There's t- tasting involved. Well, yeah. so, so, okay. so we have been going to France since my mom took us when I was probably like three and my sister was two and she took us to Paris for a month and we lived in an apartment and. <gasps> She's so did. brave, oh like back gosh, then. My mom's so 74. Brave. And I mean, so this was over 40 years ago. And then lots of summers they would rent a house and we would stay. And I mean, she just wants to get in the car and drive around and go visit. So That's then amazing. they bought a house with two other families in like right near Cognac. So maybe like an hour That's and a half from dream. Bordeaux. And so she's gone to La Rochelle and taken, you know, classes for like a week mm-hmm. or two in La Rochelle. So she uh, she had the French flag hanging out on Bastille Day. Oh, that is cute. And it blew away and she thought someone stole it. Oh, no. So she came, she's like, somebody stole my French flag. <laughs> I ordered it on the internet. And I was like, those horrible people, who would steal a French flag? And then like a week later, she goes, I found it in the garden. <laughs> I'm like blown off. <laughs> so I really do want to, I mean, she, and she's somebody who really, I think, would benefit from going to classes and doing like a little, you know, a little, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sitting in in a class at OCU just to right. keep her brain going. Absolutely. I mean, well, Bradford House has, has allowed us to start beginning French lessons this fall, so that's something new. So too. this has been more of a cultural, oh. but we're going to start actual French lessons. Of course, we'll still make them fun and interesting in that uh-huh. way. But so when will they be? Every they s- Monday at six o'clock um, yeah, in the evening, okay. which is nice for working people or just moms or whatever um, at Bradford dads. House. Yeah. 
And what and day does it start? It's on Monday, September 20th. It's the first one. It's the first one. It's going to run for six weeks. And if it's popular, we'll go on with beginning two and then oh, intermediate nice. one, etc. What if you sort of know how to speak French already? Is it a good idea to go back and start at the beginning? Yes. And unless you really have a solid foundation, I always suggest going back to the very beginning. The baseline. Yeah. So, you know, you remember you skipped a semester of Spanish and always wished you had. No, I skipped my first French and oh, was it regretted French? it. Yeah. Um, oh. It's fine now. It's fine now. <laughs> I, I, I can see now. that, though. I mean, because yeah. it does. I mean, yeah. Well, you're rusty, right? I mean, sure. it's like so you, you want a firm foundation. You, yeah, you want it easy, but then it yeah, yeah exercise like, a muscle. Yeah, it's like math where you know you can't just jump right into division. It's nice to know the addition. Right. Mm-hmm. I'd have to first. start back at the beginning. It's good math. to do that. I need Kumon. I've got. I would have to go to Kumon for sure. We teach no math in our classes. No, no math. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, and then we have fall. a couple other new things. Well, we're ending. We have three more classes at Bradford House on Wednesday mornings at 10. The next two are wine. The last one's French cuisine. Ooh. But then we also have something fun. Why don't you Let talk me see. about that? Oh, yeah. See. So, oh, yeah. Here you go. So we're going to start also in the fall um, these French wine classes, which are just going to be um, fun wine tastings and pairings. Um, and we're going to kind of travel around the French um, wine country. So Cute. we'll start with champagne and we'll talk all about the champagne region. We'll talk about what we know about champagne. We'll taste champagne. And it'll just be really fun. Um, and those are going to be every Thursday at five, so like a little happy hour um, class. So, so tutoring at night. They said no tutoring at night. Oh, now you're, you're right. having classes with at but, night with wine. But there's wine. <laughs> yeah, there's wine. There's wine. It's so more it's like okay. a party. Yes. Yeah, and it's yes. at my house, and so it's very casual. Oh, it's casual. You can bring so spouses so or whatever, okay. and Wear it's just your exercise be clothes and yeah. and learn a little bit about each wine region. Um, Tiny bit of French, just a, a few little French vocab. Um, what people are interested in learning. So we've been studying a lot of French wine. It's been very hard. Yeah, I mean, it actually is really really challenging. But it's also fun. So if my sister's a sommelier. Yeah. So oh, gosh. if you have any questions, she would. And I would she love to talk to her. Virtual wine tasting what? classes is what yes. she started. That's, in that's what I was like. We need to partner. So <gasps> I feel like I need to hook you guys you up. Do. She lives in LA, but she. Oh. And when it, whenever she comes home, she would do something in person. Oh, we would, she would love, love that. that. And then she would also do something on. I'd give anything Zoom, to talk or to her. She would just say, if you're going to pick a certain region, she would say, "Here's my two favorite wines from that love region," that. and then. She yes. Could give you like a yes, few. and we could we could totally then um, talk about her and suggest and people if they're looking so... more into serious wine. Oh, classes. She's, she's like so. she's so knowledgeable too, and I liked the wine she picked. We did it, oh, something at Greta gosh. with her, and the wine she picked were amazing, insanely good, and they were not crazy expensive. No, they're that's not really nice. ever expensive. Yeah. And, and, and how, so cool. now I'm kind of paralyzed. Like I can't actually order wine in a restaurant because I'm just like I just well. And she kind of taught like me it. that the wines I think I liked, I actually. It was not that. You can have like right. a crisis, a self-identity crisis. Yeah, that's what I, I was like, oh, I don't like Merlots. And she was like, well, try this, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh my God, this one's my favorite. She was like, it's a Merlot. <laughs> We've been going through that with studying so much French wine. We're like, what I thought I liked, I don't. Yeah. And what I I'm like, maybe like that I do. yellowtail Merlot Turns that out. I bought in college. college <laughs> maybe that box wine from college. Is like, it could have been the problem. <laughs> I think that was it. But yeah, that would be a great That would be awesome. Yeah. We would love to we'll, just we'll even just- you guys up. Yeah, that really great. So, okay. So Wednesday at 10- at Bradford House for the next three weeks, you'll be having. Yeah, um, next <laughs> next Wednesday we'll be talking about um, different wine regions in France still, um, and then the last Wednesday we'll be doing French cuisine, yes. like French cooking. This was a um, it was called like Explore France Summer Series, so we were just exploring the country of mm-hmm. France each week, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll move on to you know French. Um, 
French lessons in the fall. Yeah. So beginning French will be every Monday at Bradford House at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So then what do we think about the C part? I feel like we've left out the Spanish speakers. We have, haven't we? We have. Not that, that, but I know it's hard to probably mm-hmm. do it all at once, but mm-hmm. um, that's probably our most popular tutoring request. Gotcha, because most sure. people are takings. Mm-hmm. But in terms of grownups being interested, they're really interested in France and French cooking and French wine. Is that? Do you think that's the reason <clears throat> no, that's driving I, the French piece of it? Bradford House has asked us to teach a French, uh, sorry, a Spanish mm-hmm. class. And, and we, we will. Sure. And mm-hmm. we will. So that'll probably be offered sometime mm-hmm. late fall. Um, and we'll start on that. But we do have a lot of people, I feel, that that are, you know, yeah. Francophiles or, There's, you know, people know. that love have French. Big Alliance Francaise. Are you guys we members? We do. Yes, Alliance Francaise is My wonderful. mom's always trying to get me to join and go to all the events. And I've never so been. Cool. And what I is really, Alliance? What is it? It's like, well, I you almost, guys explain what it is, but it's a French organization. That, in, yeah, they have them all over. around the country, yes. right? Yes. Every city has a group and you just meet and talk with each other, but they also have events. So there's a book club and, um, you know, they have parties and so you just meet with other people who love French. And there's people who can't speak a word and but want to. And there's people from France. From France, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Is there a big community of French natives in Oklahoma City? Not big, but there's more than there's more than you would expect. Thought. I mean, uh-huh. there's not a large, but not large. There used to at Cassidy for several years. There were families that came to work at Chesapeake from Total. Oh, cool! And so there was always like two or three French families. I think there were a few at Westminster. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, interesting. Were, but there haven't been any in the Mm -hmm. past like four or five years yeah i don't think there is a large um community but there sure are a lot of people who love to learn french in oklahoma which we were shocked Mm -hmm. so where in oklahoma city is your favorite french food that's such a good question we have a few Uh uh-huh we do we Um, love to go to on croute have you been there's a new the new chef i haven't been yes very very good delicious okay i need to go and they have a really good wine selection too they've opened up like the other side of their Mm -hmm. restaurant is like a little wine shop and they're really knowledgeable about that so that's a fun french vibe obviously we love la baguette Mm -hmm. and since we've been studying wine we've been going into their wine shop and like talking which to which one the one in downtown or the one on may the one, the one on, on may, may. Okay. they're very helpful in their wine little store yeah um, what's it called um i don't know what it's called the store that's attached does it yes. have another name i thought it was all love oh is it i, I don't uh, know there's like a little like it's not like called the bodega or something but mm-hmm. there's like something some, cute yeah, like that yeah mm-hmm. they're super knowledgeable and they're i mean obviously it's owned by a french family and mm-hmm. so that's Awesome French food. And then we, of course, don't consider Bradford House French, but it has a French vibe. Sarah well, they does. had Coco Vaughn on the like menu. Oh, yeah. It's yes. definitely yeah. a French vibe. And the, 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 um, yes, yeah, the, the baker. I was say, yeah, Quincy is. Quincy oh, Bake Shop. The so baker, good. Trish, trained at Cordon Bleu. And so all her pastries pretty much are French. Um, so it tastes very authentic. A lot of the furnishings in Bradford House are from France. Sarah Kate went to France and bought her furniture for the hotel so it feels French which is probably why they initially asked us to do this fun French summer series because they kind of have a a French flair I could see that what about Cafe Cuvée have you guys been there I've only been there one time and I did have a very good meal there Um, I've only been there once too it was for brunch but Mm -hmm. it was delicious but I I can't remember I don't remember what I had I think it's just out of my area uh, yes so that's the only reason I need to go back yes we do what about who has the best baguette um Baguette. I mean, I, we usually buy them at La Baguette, don't we? Yeah, we buy a lot of ours at La Baguette, but um, Encroute can make a wonderful baguette too in croissants. Yeah, um, that's not baguette hasn't isn't 
as popular to you and I as a croissant or a pan, pan au chocolat. chocolat. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, who has the best pan au chocolat? I mean, maybe Bradford House, Bradford truly. House. Yeah. Like, her pastries Have you been to Ganache? To Although the Ganache, they're Brazilian. No, no. So. Argentinian. Or Argentinian. He's, she's Argentinian and he's oh, from, like, right. Italy or somewhere. Oh, like, cool. he's from somewhere else. He is. I, I didn't know so, that. But they're, I know. Oh, I haven't are, tried it. They're to die for. They're to oh, die. You and I give okay. them number one on macaron. Oh, oh, for okay. sure. They win on that. Oh, really? For Why haven't sure. I been there? I think, I think, oh, you have well, got We might to have to go after this. And the yes. owners really are so lovely. So lovely. Agreed. They are, they're both from... Her father is a doctor here, and I think she moved here with her husband to be close to her father. Oh, that's oh, wonderful. But they're not from the United States. Oh, that's wonderful. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. We have um, a lot of good spots. Turns yeah, out. Yeah. Turns out. I hadn't thought about that. It's a good question. Have you been to Fate Maison? Um, is, oh, is that the one in Edmond? Mm-hmm. Yes. You have, yes. Mm-hmm. That's a whole like wonderful experience, it is right? A it's whole a big evening entertainment. You're there for a five course meal. Are you really? Um, it's absolutely delicious. The restaurant is gorgeous. It is expensive, um, so that to me is a special occasion mm-hmm. place. But how but fun that they have that! Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I'm thrilled we have it. Okay, yeah. I just I've never been there. I think I've, it'd be I've a never fun, been either. But fun I've date done. night if you were having like a night out. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. There's lots of spots to I'm going to have up. to find a different date to come with me to Faye Maison. <laughs> Maybe Emmy can we be can your date. Go. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, we, we can, can go. go. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, <laughs> that's true. Exactly. <laughs> okay, well, so I want to go back to sort of the education piece. We, okay. start, we talked about it briefly, like, you know, the, how it can help with Alzheimer's and children, things like this. So, like, what, I guess, if you're talking to a mom like myself, what would be your recommendation for your children as far as languages? Mm-hmm. You want to take it or you want me to? Well, I mean, I would say, like, we talked about earlier to just just begin like even if you feel overwhelmed because there's you cannot start too early and I don't say that at all to like put pressure on parents there's enough stuff to think about but if you're interested in it you may as well dive in and that means even your little kid when they're little bitty you can start doing you know French or Spanish music um, games don't you think videos videos uh-huh. They don't really know anything different, so why not just just dive in with it? Are there any cute little like cartoons that oh, you would recommend yes. or books? I mean, we had like a whole little collection of French books yes. in their little I got library. I, um, my, I mean, my kids, I felt like have brown bear, brown bear, mm-hmm. pretty much in every language. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. because Orsbra, they know Orsbra. 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 Yeah, exactly. Because they know that book so well uh-huh. in English, oh, so I bought it in Spanish idea. and in French. Yes, I sound like an idiot reading the French version. I bet Some of those animals are hard to pronounce if you don't have someone helping yeah, you. Yeah, but at least now we kind of like talk about the colors mm-hmm. and the animals, things like that. So. We do that all the time on our little children's lessons. And um, and we have we have resources on our website too that are just free. Like we, we link stuff that we think oh, is interesting nice. and helpful. Okay. Um, but on our kids' lessons, we always, that's part of what we um, provide is like links to our 10 favorite children's books or a link to, I did link one time this cute um, cartoon that you could watch on YouTube with your kids. So things you might not know. um, And you give the pronunciation. Sure. And then we always do videos. So the pronunciation's there. So as a parent, you're not like, oh, I want to teach them, but I don't know it. Um, So if you go to mm weandc.com, A and D spelled out on the website, (laughs) there are free resources Mm -hmm. and then there are resources that the digital classes that you can pay for and then there's the box. Exactly. So tell about the cost of each item. Yeah, tell So we started with boxes and that was, again, that was just kind of our like passion project during during the initial lockdown and stuff. Um, And that was just the idea of we have, you know, you have three little grandchildren, one being my son. And so they would play with these boxes and we thought, well, we could incorporate language here. We could have a lesson for the parents that they they don't have to know any French or Spanish. They can kind of follow along. And as the kid thinks they're kind of just playing, they're learning because there's a game the parent's going to play with them or whoever. 
Um, there's a song that they're going to play on YouTube, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we thought, well, maybe not everyone wants a box or maybe kids are older. And so that's when we dove into the, um, the digital course idea. And so we created these courses. Um, and the courses are inexpensive. Each children's one is $18. So it's, I hope attainable. And you could just buy one if you just think that's something fun to do on a Friday with your child. You can do it over and over again. It's not just a one-time thing. Absolutely. It's It's your, it's it's just a, you know, it's just a course that you download and you own it. Like, so if I were to take up with my son, Mm -hmm. for instance, who's a little over three, if on Fridays I want to do a course, how many weeks, like if I did it every Friday, Mm -hmm. like would it take multiple weeks to do one course or? It just depends on you guys. I mean, no, you could definitely do it all in a day, but if he, if his attention span wasn't holding it, you could just not put pressure on it and and finish it the next Friday. Cause it's not set to be like, you have to sit down and take this course. It's just activities to do. Oh, okay. So it's not like, oh, in an hour, do all of it. Okay. Okay. And it's totally self-paced. So especially with with the adults, I think some adults will sit down and do the entire for French three or, or four hours, they'll enjoy doing that lesson. And other adults will spend a month doing that lesson. And oh, I love that we just sell them uh, lesson by lesson so that it's you're your not pace. out so much money. So there is money. a lesson geared towards children and another lesson mm-hmm. geared towards adults. Yeah. And it's or separated like on high that. school and above. What? I would say to would buy the say, adult. Yeah. What would you say children's? Up lessons? to about 12 years old. 12 and then after old. that, they can after handle that, the adult handle stuff. The it's adult just an, stuff. it's just a little more, um, I mean, it's just a little well, more Well, there's not as mature. many yeah. Yeah, games. It's more, <laughs> yeah, there's Sorry. not really games, but there's still songs and recipes and all sorts of links to things. Um, the children's one just tries to incorporate more, you know, childlike things, games and songs and videos. Um, but you can buy them one at a time. You could buy all of them, but you don't have to. So I hope it's attainable for parents. And, just and we're continually adding. Obviously, absolutely. we've only been doing the digital lessons for a short time. So lessons are added every week. Mm-hmm. So, oh, um, interesting. Okay. So there's, oh my gosh, there's you like, really an, could. yeah, you really, could. you can dive you in. And so you can buy one and see if that's something that your kid is ready for. If not, you can always get them later. It's something you own. Um, mm-hmm. And same can with- you do like a subscription where you pay a certain amount every month or whatever and you download the lessons mm-hmm. each week? Yeah, we're going to, we're going to add that um, definitely soon. Right now you just buy them one at a time, but yes, we will. Yes, that's in the plans. Yes, but you can subscribe to the boxes, um, which is fun. A lot of parents do that and then I they get a new one that. each month. It's fun. So, or you can how, just buy one. Where have you shipped the boxes? Oh, it's so I fun. We only it's ship so... in the U.S. just because of... But we're shocked. Yes, but we're okay, But so we have people reach out that place? want it. Um, new York, California. I mean, everywhere. it's interesting. And yeah, we're like, everywhere. how did people find us? There are a couple of local places that carry them correct yes. plenty learning of mercantile tree. Oh, oh, and, yeah. learning, tree. and, and learning, learning tree that's what we I love saw. both of them yeah mm-hmm. i saw them at learning tree the other day and yeah they're it, awesome thank you it's fun it's really um fun. and so any that's a fun thing for parents especially as a uh, little or kids um, well so how campbell's like 18 months mm-hmm. so could i start her now you yes. could i mean it's a little i mean we say that three and up just for like three and up. the pieces oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. but so as a pieces. responsible parent you just you know <laughs> make like, sure take out the small pieces but as far as the like the activities for sure they can be more simple or you can, you know, kind of gear God, up for It's so kids. bad. Like that second kid just doesn't get it. Just don't get quite attention. as much. You can't feel anymore. guilty. It's, you're doing a great job. It's, it'll be it. I know. I'm like fun. talking about husband and I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. I have another one. Well, so okay. how do you think, has the Oklahoma City community been accepting? Has it has it given you guys energy to keep going? I mean, how do you feel like launching this business in Oklahoma City versus, obviously, you lived here and you weren't going to mm-hmm. move, but versus launching it somewhere else? Do you think... Yeah, um, we couldn't be happier with the growth. We've only been at this for a year. Yeah, which are coming up on a year. And um, so when we saw we saw you at the Bradford House, yeah, not a year, maybe like 
well, September, last September, uh-huh. you were really just kind of getting started. Yes, right? okay. exactly. Yes, and it has grown fast, and um, we have orders every day. And but we have been very supported by and the community. Supported. So many random people have been nice to just offer help or at least just support in, in like whatever Bradford House and like yes, Lindsay yeah. at Bar Three. Wanna, wants she wants us to, to do an event. Yeah, I mean, there's just all sorts of people in the community that have reached, like you guys. That have reached oh out God. and been well, interested. We, I mean, when Emmy told me about this idea, I was like, oh, my God. Well, you guys, it messages on Instagram, and I, like, literally didn't open it because I was like, I need to remember to respond. And then Instagram made it go away. It does weird things. What? And I, Yeah, that's right. Because I guess if you don't open it for, like, a certain amount oh, of weeks. That's good to know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, because <laughs> we then I was like, they messaged us, and I was like, I went to go find it, and then it wasn't there. That's okay. Isn't that wild, though? Yes. But yeah, I, we, you guys have been on our list. So <laughs> Instagram been be a big source of customers. I mean, do you think that's yeah. where you yes. get word of mouth? And then word of mouth in the local community has been great. But mm-hmm. as far as to you know expand our reach, we haven't really spent a lot on like on marketing just because mm-hmm. we're new. And so it's been well, nice you to don't have. Really need to. You don't really not need to. Yeah. Not anymore. You and to really begin, to. you know, we wanted to just try and do it um, kind of word of mouth. And then Instagram has been has been great, it's invaluable. And, and, and we now- have reached out to people in like France, like these you know. Mm-hmm cool people that live there and, and maybe have written a book and they always write back with like an encouraging word and they'll usually be like, if I can help in any way. Or, or when you come to Paris, Yeah, come me. stay with me. We have met and the you coolest know what? They people. mean it too, I, I think. Know. Yes. I know. And everyone, not everyone, but people want to say that the French right. are not wonderful, nice. but they really, they really are. are. They Absolutely. really are. Yeah. Well, They're, so should we do first final question? Yes. Let's okay. Do it. So it's kind of a three-parter. Okay. So kind of where do you see yourselves in 10 years? Where do you see we and C in 10 years and then Oklahoma City? Oh, that's a good question. I like that. Okay, where do you see yourself in 10 years, Mom? Okay, um, <laughs> still teaching for sure at OCU if they'll have me. Um, <laughs> I think anywhere that'll have will. her. If they won't, they're crazy. Let's I will um, stay there until they kick me out and at OC also. And then I definitely see um, huge things for we and C. Um, the branding is so cute. Thank you. Thank it's you so much. Really, really good. Um, Thank you. My husband says something wise. He's like, whenever you start a business, you'll be shocked that it won't be the exact trajectory that you thought. And he's already right. Well, yeah, because we started, it was just going to be the, well, tutoring, and then it was just going to be boxes, and then it's already. Now we're digital lessons. And we'd never thought we'd be having these ev- events and things yeah. in person. So. Um, and so we're already starting new things. So I, I can't wait to see what happens in 10 years. I'm not 100% sure. I know that we'll never give this WNC no. up because we're both passionate about language learning. Um, it's something we just love to do and share. Yes. And so I think in... Would you guys ever do brick and mortar? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could totally see it. Mm-hmm. We would do anything. We always wanted to work together. Mm-hmm. We're like, how can we make this happen? And so I just, you know, copied yeah. my mom and did the same job and now... We travel well together. We yeah. wish, we kind of wish we lived together. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I try and like move into my parents' house and my dad and my husband are like, like, this okay. is not. Yeah. <laughs> Would you yeah. ever feel that way? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Do you spend the night at your parents' house? A lot of times, yeah. <laughs> I kind of try and make myself at home there. And my dad's like, it's home. time to go. Oh, we worked so hard to get you out of here. <laughs> yeah. You're 32. What are you doing? <laughs> but also we forgot to mention, okay, what the question was, What where do I see myself yes. in 10 years? Mm-hmm. And the business and and Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. City. Oh, I have to answer all of them. Anyway, um, <laughs> Suzanne and I um, wrote a book, and my husband said for his 60th birthday, which was last October, that all he wanted was a book that we had written. Well, actually, he wanted me to write a book. And um, he's been saying this for 10 years. Probably. Yeah. And I just kept putting it off and putting it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 
at 58, he said, remember, all I want for my 60th birthday is a book. Sounds like a lot of work. For it's the a lot of pressure. Yeah, I, was like, I mean, that's a, what the just, heck? all I want is a book. Yeah, right. That would, I would be like, they'd be like that's giving like, up my like firstborn. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't. Well, that's what I was saying, and I was like, we can go anywhere in the world you want. We no. can have the biggest party. You want? Nope, I want a book. Well, we real. I I pulled in Suzanne because I'm like, this is so intimidating, and um, she and I spent a year and a half working four to five hours a day on this book and we had it ready for his 60th birthday. He wanted like the manuscript and then we would reach out to publishers and it's called The French Professor. Shocker. And it's just published. Yes. Really? It's in the publishing process but it got picked up. Um, uh Uh Uh-huh. And so they're in the process of publishing it and it's just a fiction um, loosely based on some experiences we've had (laughs) but it's just a cute um, you know like lighthearted fiction. Is it in French or English? It's It's in English. English and it's just a fun novel. But it's a London publisher, Pegasus. So we're hoping it oh, to get to Oh, that's a real publisher. That's a, I was going to say, that's real. Like, that's not just like somebody in their like backyard publishing book. <laughs> it's their garage. It's crazy. That's like it's a real. real. We're wow. so excited. So when will oh it be available? Gosh. Do you know? I think on the contract, didn't they have about 300 days? They had 300 days to have it published. And so we sent in all the info. You know, after signing the contract, we sent their like our ideas for the Oh my gosh, the cover. you have a book deal. Yeah. We oh. do. My gosh. I feel like only like Real Housewives get to say that. You know, they're like, I have a book deal. Every Real Housewives yeah. has a book deal. Or, or people who actually can write. Yeah. It, well, they, the, no, they no, I, I'm just going with Real Housewives. Yes, because that's, that's what you know. Yeah. That's, that's what we're going to say what you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we're excited. So in 10 years, we hope to write more because that's yes. something I, how do I love write writing. with someone? How, how, how does... We're, again, we, we work well. We're a good well. team. She had all these funny ideas and it was like, she literally writes on like a legal pad and she would like text me pictures, but it was a little scatterbrained. And so then I would write it into... Pros, oh, you know, and I guess gosh. I have the stories because I'm much older. But you also you put in like and the I'm, hard work, and you're like, let's do this. And then I like to sit down she's and write. Gifted at writing, so well, we, we both do make have a great our different team. things. So that we would is... we had a we had a you know a live like oh document gosh. going, Are and you I guys would go edit. Have a French launch party for this? Definitely. Book? Yes, hello. We've already had a bookstore owner, or should we say? I don't know if he cares. I don't think he cares. Ben, commonplace is our books. favorite. We, we love him. He has love always him. been like a huge supporter of us too. He's just the nicest. He supports every. Yeah, very local. Yeah. So he was like, sure, I would love to host you guys. We so. didn't ask. He w- walked in the door and he's like, I want to do your launch party. So we'll be well, so excited. If you need, excited a, if you to- need a launch party in the south of Edmond, we, we can have it at Greta. <gasps> oh, we would love that. Oh, Emmy's in charge of all of our events. Okay, Is that are. okay, Emmy? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like a year, so we've got time okay, to do good, a bunch of... Yeah. We have some big plans for the next year at Greta, and right. so that might actually be perfect. That would that would be wonderful. Oh my gosh, we would, that would love that, you guys. guys. That would be yeah. so fun. It's very generous of you. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe we can get Rosie to come and do wine, and we can... Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. Yeah. get some French food. Honestly, like a French book launch is like the easiest party we could plan. I didn't have to write the book. That is perfect. Yeah. That's perfect for us. The We're food not, oh. is easy. The drinks are easy. The Everyone loves is it. Easy. Oh, oh, yeah. Y'all are yeah, sweet. So you guys are so, awesome. so nice. We're yeah, excited. Really nice. So that's kind of like, I mean, it goes along with everything Will there that we be do, a so. sequel, you think? We yes. hope so. Yeah. Or just more more novels. Um, that was one of their questions. Yeah, would really... you be willing to write another book? And we're like, yeah. Yeah, because we got nothing else to do. Yeah. <laughs> we only have two other jobs. <laughs> but you guys know how it goes. You just squeeze it in. You guys are the same. Exactly. I don't know if I'd squeeze a book in. That is, I'm really like. It was really good that awe. he put the pressure on us. We I felt don't think we would have done it. It was true guilt, like. All I'm asking. <laughs> Do you think he knew something you guys didn't know? Yeah. Do you think yes. he knew you had it in you and he just like had to push yeah. you a little yes. bit to get it out? Yeah. Yes. He knew that both of us loved to write actually. And that we had this story kind and of in our minds. stories. I would come home and tell hilarious stories about some of these people I would tutor. You wouldn't even believe. Oh, I can Or like when she was in school, it was just kind of funny. Or yeah. When stuff. I'm like 38 and back at UCO. <laughs> I mean, the stories were 
I'd come home and they'd all laugh. Yeah. And they kept saying, write those down. They're so funny. So we finally well, then did. you were able to remember them as really the key. That, <laughs> I, the story may happen to me and then I will literally never remember. Yeah. So might have, we embellish, you know, it's a fiction. Well, yeah, of oh, course. You have the, the inspirations there from the years of, of learning and teaching. It's all pretty funny. So. Oh, my gosh. So well, that kind of goes along. So I hope that in 10 years we're writing and it kind of um, like go, goes along still... with our, our love of language and travel. Um, and you still Oklahoma City. Where do you see Oklahoma yeah, City? Yeah, where do you see Oklahoma years? City well, I think, I mean, it, there's just so much growth here. I see, I mean, I don't know. The potential is endless. I think it's. Do you I think there'll be a, a, a international school? I a really WNC hope so. school, a bilingual school? Yeah, I w- we would do it. I'll have another kid if you do I that. I could do it. Just I could see you guys almost having that child. like a. That's a lot. There's like retail in the front and then like a classroom in the back. That would that be could amazing. be like either a cooking class uh-huh. or a language class uh-huh. or something. That's really a great cool. idea. Yeah. Yeah, we need your guys' help on our. Well, retail. Expanded. She's the queen. I will, I will help with that kind of stuff. All French I just, clothing. Oh, wouldn't I that be awesome? That we could have French we brands. We could have French brands. I, I think, I mean, what I realized at Greta is it's really, it is an, it's an experience economy, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I don't need to acquire any more stuff. Now I do sell things at Greta, but people can buy anything that I have at Greta Sun on the internet and it'll be here tomorrow, right? I mean, so when they come into the shop, it's about the experience that they have when mm-hmm. they come in there. And I mm-hmm. think what you guys mm-hmm. have done so well is offering an experience, a wor- like a little window into another culture that Thank you. is so special and that especially at a time when people couldn't go anywhere and couldn't travel, I think they probably felt like they'd been transported. And so thank you. So thank much. you. That is I our really exact like, hope. So thank you. Yeah, you ready for so, final? Yes. Final. I know you go. Okay. So your the, some friends that you've made in Paris mm-hmm. come they say we're coming to Oklahoma to visit mm-hmm. and you're thinking, Oh my God, why would they ever come to Oklahoma to visit? <laughs> but you're going to show them the best time. You mm-hmm. pick them up at the airport. Mm-hmm. You have the whole day to do whatever you That's want in Oklahoma city. What do you take them to do? Um, I'd probably start downtown because mm-hmm. um, I think downtown has just blossomed. I was down there the other night. And there's just people everywhere, people everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, where did these people come from? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so um, I think it'd be really fun to show them the memorial and, um, our river and oh maybe eat breakfast at kitchen three two four. Oh yeah and that's a great that. it's delicious i know it's breakfast. wonderful uh-huh. go across to udonder and have a little spa treatment oh <laughs> definitely so would do nice. that Ooh, uh-huh. that's a great call yeah uh-huh. after that maybe go to elemental um to get a little snack or treat because i love it there mm-hmm. is that your favorite coffee um, my favorite coffee. Ooh, that's that's a, good question. a really, that's a really good hard question. question I do love Elemental's coffee. You do go there a lot, but I do tend to get my morning coffee at Bradford House. I was going to say we would uh, probably oh. end there with like a cocktail, and then they could spend the night there. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Like yes. yes. Yeah. I'm not sure what we do in the middle. We'd probably take them to Encroute for like a cocktail, and the, why is everything a cocktail? Yeah, yeah, everything no, is that's a cocktail. okay. Everything. Yeah. It's, it's a one, just one day. Related. You're not doing this. It's all yeah. food related in my it's life. It's all food related. Um, we would go from food to food. I actually love the Cowboy Hall of Fame too. Oh I yeah. I've been there in years. I love I've it. Got to go. We've I mean, got I, some great museums. I've got to take my. The kids art there, there is outstanding, it's outstanding. and the um, downtown art of the museum. Mm-hmm. And cafe is a wonderful Have you guys place. been to mm-hmm. the contemporary? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you have? I haven't been yet. Um, have oh. you been to the cafe? No. Oh, the cafe. I've heard it's amazing. It's great. Really good. So we'd have to Put squeeze that list. into, maybe they need to stay two days. <laughs> yeah. It's coming all the way from Paris. Yeah. Yeah. I need to organize want. it better because we went downtown, uptown, midtown. Well, that's okay. Those are a few of our favorite <laughs> spots that we would definitely, um, but there are, like when people come visit, there is a lot that you want to show them here. There's a lot. Yeah. Bradford, definitely stay at Bradford. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's an amazing thing for the city. Yeah. Do you have any tips on if you had they had their kids with them? What would you take 
Ooh, that's a good question. Um, we go to the zoo a lot. We go to the science museum a lot. Do you guys do that a lot? You know, we've kind of fallen off the science museum wagon. I think during COVID. Well, I was, yeah, we didn't go at all during COVID. Yeah. And then I don't know that so, so that one room to the right <laughs> freaks me out. Pretty crazy. The curiosity. Yes. Um, curiosity. I, I think like I need to give it another try. But with two kids, it just Is like, it like where they they can touch everything and move everything and draw. And build it's like stuff a and, dark. It's kind of dark. It's kind of like a laser a dark, tag vibe. Oh, wait. Modern yes. arcade. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that is, I haven't been there since they've had that. It's a little spooky, but I mean, I just have my one child right now, so I take him and um, we but mostly- we've had fun recently. We, we've taken Oliver to Scissor Tail Park. Yeah. We love taking him to Scissor Tail Park. Actually, at the Cowboy, they have an amazing playground. There's a lot. And have you taken really Oliver know. there? Okay, so we <laughs> we went, drove up to the zoo and it was too crowded. I was like, I'm not doing it. Sure. Like, you know those days when you drive Some up- Some days it's just taken. not happening. And I was just like, nope. Um, we turned around, went to the- uh, cowboy they have the that. whole back area there was nobody there how fun and it was so a, it's a beautiful p- playground they have this really cool pueblo that they've made it's like that it's is so awesome they, i'll take him there literally like after school awesome. you should yeah. you yeah. should uh, it's awesome feels like 107 i know i know we've been yeah. swimming a lot but we we live right yeah. by kite park so we always walk up there um and martin nature center and martin nature park is fun with children oh we haven't talked about martin nature park that's on the true podcast. i just that's like i got really... a tick there in like second grade <laughs> so you're traumatized it's an outdoorsy you are outdoors that's true. But I just I like, I always laugh. It's we like, don't have that feeling in Oklahoma City of all of a sudden you're in the woods. Yes, right? Yeah, like, that is no not. Martin Nature but at Martin Park. Nature Park, you can it do feels that. Like that. And then also, what's that park that's just north of the dam at Lake Hefner? Um, Oh Stars and Stripes? No, my, like the other side. Oh, north I don't side. know. Over there, know. people mountain bike and there's trails oh, in there. So as long as you go by a mountain bike, you're fine. But there's <laughs> trails you can go on there that are wooded cool. and trees. And it, that's a really great place to take that's kids so to fun. feel to like run you're around. out of the that's city. Nice Martin that Nature Park's nice actually a good call. I need and to go back. It's fun with like like Huffman's age would be a good And it's shaded. Yeah, it's shaded. That's very true. Yeah, you just do a tick check when you get home. Yeah, I was kind of traumatic. Yeah, that is. That is. But it's all right. That's okay. It's just like, you know, those things that you'll never forget as a 20 years later, you can maybe. Yeah, exactly. Am I over the tick? I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, so tell everybody where they can find We and See, all the info. Sure. So you can find us um, at weandc.com. Like you guys said, it's O U I A N D S I. So weandc.com. Um, everything's there. We're on Instagram, just at weandc, same way spelled. Um, Facebook's the same way. Um, so you can find everything there. And sounds like you guys have a lot going on. So we do. But we love it, though. We We're love happy. it. We follow We're- along always open to you know suggestions and more more fun things so people can reach out to us um anytime okay. we're excited Girls, we're so yeah, lucky thank to have you, you so much for doing you guys we're so lucky we feel so grateful to you oh, oh thank you we love to so tell fun. people's stories and yeah. just, i mean i just think there's so many cool interesting things going on here and it all comes back to the people that live here so there are a lot of great so people much. here Au revoir. Yeah. Au revoir. Merci. Adios. 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 <laughs> All the things. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. We truly appreciate your listening to these stories. You can find us on Instagram at ActionCityOKC. Or for business inquiries, email us at hello at ActionCityOKC.com. Action City is produced by Blacken Studios. You can find the studio on Instagram and Facebook at Blacken Studios. Creative services provided by Ranger Creative. Music written and performed by Kansas City Bankroll.